Hiya, welcome back to Attack of Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy podcast where IP try to complete every single Final Fantasy game using attack only. Uh, we start five, Final Fantasy five, at last. I love this one, um, as I go into in a minute. Uh, yeah, if you could give me a follow on Twitter, I would love it. It's at Select Attack. There's also a link tree down below. Um, yeah, do all the good stuff for me as well, if you would. Like, like tell your enemies about me. Tell your enemies. Tell them it's a really good podcast. They'll really like it. And then they'll listen and they'll be like, ugh, nair. And that'll be funny. I will laugh. You will laugh. The enemies won't laugh, though. So yeah, do that for me this week. Cool. Everybody, how's it going? We're starting Final Fantasy V today. I cannot wait. This is one of my favourites. I don't really have an order anymore, um, but it's it's in my top three. It's a good one. Fire, water, wind, earth. Ah, oh, it's great. It's great. I'm playing the uh, Game Boy Advance version because it's got a handy little job that lets you gain more XP, which. I think I'm going to need to be max level by the end of this, to be honest. My plan is actually to get to level 50 before the end of World 1. Um, spoilers, by the way, for Final Fantasy V. Uh, there are three different worlds, or two different worlds, and then something happens. Anyway, we'll get into it. I, as you know, I don't really go into story very much, but it's, it's good, this one. Right, let's get going. New game bit of an itch. Oh yeah, baby. Okay, so it opens out on... I think it's actually a sunrise and a castle. Yes, yeah, definitely. I think it is definitely meant to be a sunrise. Because the castle's got lighter. It was all in darkness before, but now it's got a lot lighter. And the camera's panning down over this castle with some pretty cool gargles. And there's a dragon! A purple dragon! And a dude comes out. Starts speaking with the dragon. The dragon wakes up. Stretches. Does a little oh, cute little yawn. Loves it. Lena. Okay, she's called Lena in this one. Father, do you really have to go? You know I do, dear. I need to protect the castle. Under no circumstances are you to follow me. Do you understand? But father... Something is wrong with the wind. I must go to the wind shrine to make certain nothing's happened to the crystal. Yes, I've noticed it as well. Lena, don't worry. I'll be fine. Have faith. So this is the king and his daughter speaking. Um, I'm not going to voice out the whole thing, don't worry. It's just the the intro parts that they're going to do. Uh, I'll do my usual, oh yeah, this happened because of this, and this person said this. 
and the king gets on the dragon and flies off. And the princess just waves goodbye. I really look forward to doing this. My plan is also to have monks again, because I get them from the start. Well, not from the start, but from the off. There are other jobs that I am going to um, level up. Now we're on a boat. But we'll go into those when I get them. Faris, the wind just stopped. There's a guy in a cave with a swirling plate in front of him. And he's just like, I gotta hurry. Then we're back to the, the princess and she's like, the wind stopped. Then there's a crystal room. And the king comes busting in through the doors. And he's like, what in blazes? <laughs> I'm going to start saying that. What in blazes? And the crystal chatters. Shatters into a million pieces. And there he is. The hero for peace. Boko the Chocobo. Oh, Bartz is here as well. Bartz is the main character. They're warming themselves by a campfire. In a forest. Then do I have to press anything to make it go? Don't think I do. Oh, something's just startled him. There's a rock falling out of the sky. I love this part when I first saw it, it's sort of got an isometric view now. This rock's just crashed, and some grass over some mountains. Very nearby. So Bart hops on choke, uh, chocobo, on Boko, he stubs out the fire, and we're away. Love music so good. Ew, ew. Anyway, I'm going to pause there and I'll let you know what happens next in a bit. We get onto the world map and head towards a meteor that has fallen down from the sky. That's normally where they live. D not live, where they come from. Um, I suppose they do live out there. Not that they're living. Anyway, uh, then we're in like a little forest and we jump off Boko and we're like, Boko, stay here, mate. I'm going to go check this out. And we've just spotted two goblins that were trying to cart off the princess. So we've decided to come and help her and we've just won our first battle. We decide to stick with Bart's name of Bart's because that's his name. Lena's like, sorry mate, but I gotta get off. I'm, I'm, I'm busy, I'm double timing it today. And Bart's is like, hang on, did you hear that? And we hear a groan. So we're going to investigate what it is. And it's Galuf. He's an old man that we find he's got amnesia. He's the one that we saw in the cave with the swirling plate in front of him. Lena's like, I've gotta to get to a wind crystal, guys. So I'm going. And Galuf's like, oh. The wind crystal. I think that's where I was heading. 
I'll come with you. So she's like, alright, cool old man, weird old man that I've just found in a forest. Bart's declines going with them though. He uh, decides to, you know, stay in the forest. And I think there's a chest down here. There is. Look at that. Phoenix down. Nice. That's why he stayed behind. Out back on the world map, there's not really anywhere else to go with Boko because the meteor is blocking one way. And there's a little uh, split between two mountains, a canyon, I guess. That's what normal people call it. Up here, so we're going to head this way. Boko chucks us off because he's like, Mate, I can't believe you let that girl go with that old man. That weird, weird old man. Um, and Bats is like, I'm sorry, buddy, but, you know, I'm a lone wolf, dude. I'm a lone wolf. And he's like, Nah, mate, we've got to go help him. And then suddenly, everything shakes, and a piece of land behind us crumbles. Uh, and there's a scream in the distance. So we're going to go save... Lena and Galif. <laughs> Galif's little portrait is great. After fighting some goblins and jumping over some holes, we rescue them. They're both unconscious. So landslides caused um, the road to be blocked, so we've got to head forwards. Although when you do go backwards, you can just go through a canyon. Um, and now we're at a cave. So we're going to head on in. Boko waits outside for us because he's a good boy and Bart's is worried that the cave is too dangerous and we come across a healing spring which I'm going to utilise and get everyone up to level 5. A little further into the cave we see a guy in a pub bandana flip a secret switch it looks like a tiny little skull and open a door so we're going to do the same. There's a, another cave uh, entrance or exit, I guess, if we're inside the cave. And we see a ship sailing through the ocean. But we don't know how because the wind stopped. And now we're in some pirate hideout. Uh, there's skull and cross sword flags here. Um, and the plan is to steal the pirate ship. Instead of asking for help like honest people, we're just going to steal it. It doesn't go quite to plan. Um, Faris finds us. They're the captain of the ship. And yeah, it's. Yeah, we get locked up. But Faris notices that Lena's got a pendant that looks very familiar. And this is also the first time that Gallif and Bartz learn that Lena is a princess from Tycoon. We're now tied up in the brig, and Lena. Says, look, guys, I'm sorry, but I, I didn't tell you that I was a princess. I was going to the wind trying to help my father because he's gone there. And I've got a feeling something bad has happened because the wind stopped. Then it pans across to Faris in their room. And they're like, I wonder why the princess has the same pendant as me. She said that her father was going to a wind shrine. And then in the morning, they have a change of heart. And they're like, come on, boys. We're off to a wind shrine. We're going to help these idiots. The party gets untied. Um, and we get introduced to Sildra, who is a sea monster that is pulling the ship for Paris. Uh, so it doesn't need wind, which is pretty cool. When we leave the cove, a pirate comes up to Faris and they're like, do you want me to sail to a wind shrine cannon? And I'm like, yeah, take it, buddy, you do it. So we're automatically being taken to the wind shrine now. 
I was going to stop off in the town to get some um, bits and bobs, but I'm just going to see how I get on with the first boss. In the Wind Shrine, there's a little room to the left side that has a couple of King's Men in it. Um, they're scholars, I think, and they tell us about how there's a machine that amplifies the power of the wind. Um, and I also grabbed some potions from a guy who was kind enough to give give us potions. Um, and we learned that the king has chuffed off upstairs to see what's going on. So that's where we're going to head. There's a little circle here, which is a uh, safe circle, like in the other games. So we're on the top floor now. I'm just about to use some potions on people to heal us up before fighting the first boss battle of the game. It's called Wing Raptor and it goes down really, really quickly. Um, it does help that I did a little bit of leveling at the start. And I have picked up some items here to strengthen my party a little bit. So now we're off into the next floor. Now we're in the Wing Crystal room. Well, what was the Wind Crystal's room? It is in pieces on the floor at the moment. And then these little cutscenes play out. Um, we warp over to a town with Fire Crystal and a little light comes out of Fire Crystal and travels across the world back to Varys where they receive Courage, the Essence of Flame. Then another little scene pans out across the world to another crystal. This one's a water crystal. And Lena receives Devotion, the Essence of Water. And then it's onto the Earth Crystal, where Galef receives Hope, the Essence of Earth. And finally, Bartz receives Passion, the Essence of Wind, from where the Wind Crystal once stood. Lena's father appears uh, and addresses us and he says you guys are the four warriors of light you've got to protect the remaining crystals because there's an evil that is trying to reawaken then a uh, sort of round purpley wiggly thing surrounds him and he gets warped away and he's just like you gotta do it you gotta do it guys I'm off but you gotta do it then the crystal shards lend us their power and we get the jobs Knight, Monk, Feath, White Mage, Black Mage, Blue Mage, and Freelancer is just your normal, normal blokey. So I'm going to do, 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 equip everyone with Monk for now and start grinding up some levels. Um, I've got to check what other jobs. Hang on, I'll be back. Okay, so how it works is, say, the knight's got 23 to strength and the monk's got 28 to strength. The monk's stat would get carried over to freelancer, not both of them. So it's better to just not bother um, mastering knight, but master monk for the stat to carry over to freelancer. This is true of things like, I think it's Thief in this one that has a higher agility. So I will master Thief as well to get that agility stat onto my Freelancer. I might even master Knight for the Sword and Shield side of things. Because um, I don't know how hard Bare Fist hits over Swords later on in game. 
Um, so I'm going to sit and I'm going to do some grinding here. No, not here, sorry. Not in the wind shrine. There's a better place. There's like a little peninsula by the canal that has these tiger things that give you three AP if you uh, fight two of them. So that'll be better for me. So I'm going to go do that. Uh, I'll probably pop a film on as well. I've got to decide what film. I don't know. But yeah, I plan to master. But, 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 but I'm going to master Knight, Monk, Thief. I'm not going to bother with mages because I'm not using magic. Like, if I do use magic, it would just be cure out of battles. So it's not really, really worth mastering it for that. So, yeah, cool. Okay, it is done. I am now level 22 across the board. Um, I've got my knight, monk and thief all leveled up. I've changed back to freelancer. Um, yeah, good times. I'm feeling way too confident about this now, but I know that the final boss is a nightmare. Uh, so we'll, we'll just see how it goes. Now I can finally go and do a bit of shopping to get some good equipment. So we hop on the ship and take it to Tulle, which is the uh, first nearby town. Um, the other way, there's a... Uh, what is it called? Oh my god, why have I gone blank? I said it earlier. Oh, it's been a good couple of hours. Um, canal. Canal. That's what it's called. But it's locked up. We need a gate key to get through it to get out into the world map. When we enter, the pirates all head to the pub and Faris goes with them. Um... Yeah, and we're doing our shopping now. There's also like a little training room type place uh, that teaches you elements of the game. It's got a couple of useful items, so I pillage it. Uh, I've just been to the weapon shop and everyone's now got a broadsword, which apparently is better than fist. So who would have thunk it? Another good thing about having Feath mastered is when I'm in my freelancer job, I can still see hidden paths, which is lovely for secret items. At the back of the town, there's a house, and this is Zox's house. He is in charge of the canal that we have to pass through. So we're gonna head on in and see if we can get the key to unlock it. Bart gets up in the middle of the night and goes outside and has sort of a little memory about his dad and his dad having to leave. Um, then Zok approaches him and is like, look, just take care of the princess, here's the key. Now fuck off out of my house. When we leave the uh, town, Faris is like, boys, you've got to stay here now. I'm going on a deadly mission. And they were like, ah, okay, Captain, that's fine. Um, I get out onto the world map and I have to pop back in because Faris hasn't healed up. So we're doing that now. Um, I also go to the pub and play the piano because there's a little side quest where you play all the pianos in the world and you get something. I can't remember what you get, but it's just something to do in it. When we board the ship, a little scene plays out where the party decides that they have to go after the crystals to save the world. Um, Faris still believes that the King of Tycoon lives as well, even if he did float off into air. We've just unlocked the door in the canal and we sailed on through. 
There's a boss fight coming up in a second. We get sucked into the whirlpool and Sildra can't fight the currents uh, and the boss attacks us. But four hits and it goes down because I'm really overpowered for this stage of the game. Slydra gets pulled into the whirlpool and we are left to float around aimlessly in the middle of the ocean. And we find ourselves, after floating for a bit, in the ship graveyard. Within the ship graveyard, you've basically got to go through all these, um, well, these ships that have been uh, sort of smashed up against the rocks. Um, it's quite a cool little dungeon. I, I really enjoyed going through it. Uh, I've also got counter, which is helpful because when I've got high speed mode on, I sometimes just don't have to press X, just wait for things to hit me, and then I'll just counter them back automatically, which is nice. Um, yeah, we had to go into the water to get through. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a good little dungeon. It's a good little um, sort of starting dungeon, except for the wind shrine in that cave. This is really like the first bigger ones. Yeah, man, I love five. Ah, it's this scene. Um, we find out that Faris isn't a boy. Faris is a girl. They had to basically hide their identity as a boy because they're in a ship full of pirates and you obviously do not want to be a girl on a ship full of disgusting men so yeah they try to take their top off and, and uh, Gallop's like come on you'll catch pneumonia and then he's like oh I knew you were too pretty to be a boy it's just like, oh man, Gallif, this game definitely a product of its time. Some story beats, I tell you. So we wake up the next morning and Faris is like, come on you fuckos, let's get out of here. And Gallif's like, oh, uh, you could at least act like a lady. She's like, nah mate, fuck you, old man. And we chuff on off. I tell you what, all these enemies are just melting underneath me. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's good, I suppose, because I did say I wanted to get to level 50 before the end of World 1. Um, because I'm, I'm going to have to be level 100 to defeat the last boss. Ooh, won that one. Easy. Sorry, you heard the music as well. Sped up battles, mate, I tell you. Well, we got to the end of the dungeon and we're on a beach now. And it's gone all dark. And dreary. On this beach, some little lights appear, and Stella appears from one of these lights. And Bart's is like, "Mum," and then he goes into sort of like a little trance and floats over to just in front of her. Then another light appears, and the King of Tycoon appears, and Lena's like, "Father," and then Faris is like, "Lena," and then they both go into a trance. Hmm, interesting, intrigue. Uh, and they float on over to just in front of him. Then this other light appears and this little girl appears from it. And she's like, Grandpa, over here. And Gallop's like, I don't fucking know who you are. I can't remember anything. The party, except for Gallop, collapse and they have their souls sucked out of them. And then Siren appears and she's like, uh, your companion's souls now belong to me. You may go, though. And Gallop's like, nah, fuck that. And he slaps everyone awake and we get into a fight. Seven hits and it goes down. I didn't even see it turn into its um, undead form like it normally does. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I uh, got a bronze armor as well, which is nice. 
And now we're back out on the world map, heading down south to the next town.